0: 20
1: Great Anime Podcast for NerdAppropriate.com. Looks like doing, doing a new little setup, trying this out. Looking good. We might we might do some new adjustments as we go, get a better camera, things like that. Not, yeah. not today, as we You do. built this set with our ad click dollars, right? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all it came sense. from the click money.
0: Let's take a tour of the new set, everybody. All right. Uh, there's a Let's monitor go. with our logo okay, on it. Okay, cool. Tour
1: of the new
2: set. This is my desk. This is a desk. Yeah. And we have computers. There's a a Spider-Man action figure. Excellent. I don't even know if they can... Yeah, you can't really see it. There he is. There There
1: he is. Look (laughs) at that. He's a red and blue uh, blur. Yeah. In the corner.
2: And that's pretty much all (laughs) new stuff. And now that we've lost
1: all of our viewers, let's go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. So, it's been a week, right? Yeah. The world's trying to destroy uh, Florida
2: right now with rain and hail and wind. Work was freaking crazy because half of our county in Seminole County, yeah, um, school got canceled. Yeah, um, and well, then all the kids got to go home. Like, high half high school the canceled. Uh, it just depended on essentially like the severity. <laughs> if there was like a tornado warning, pretty much, at the school, right, you got to go home. Ours, we were under like severe watch all day, but they kept holding the bell, so I had some kids for like two hours, Yeah, and then they are like, you need to turn everything off, you can't (laughs) turn your TV on, (laughs) your projector, like, so I had like one light on, and I'm like, just color for two hours, (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and I just kind of sat there. What do we do? Yeah, what do we do? I'm like, do whatever you want, play on your phones, they're like, this (laughs) is heaven, we love it. So um, it was interesting. So you turned into just a babysitter kind of for a few hours? Yes, I did, and I actually didn't mind today, because I didn't feel like... Didn't feel like doing my job. Not too yeah. So yeah. bad. Yeah. What about you, gents?
1: I worked from home because of the same reason. I got a text from my boss at 7 a.m. that was like, there's tornado warnings all over UCF. Don't bother coming in. I was like, all right, sure. Best message ever? So um, I still had to work, but I just did it from here. And then at 5 o'clock, I... All of a sudden, decided I was going to change around how the office was and try this out. I realized I like because the thing is, and I made I've made the joke to Scott. I basically ignore this room for a week at a time, and then it's like Thursday at five thirty, I get home and I clean as much of this as I can before we have to come in here. Yeah, and then every other day of the week, I just like dump papers on my desk, and that's like all I ever. I don't use it at all. Yeah, it's not bad.
0: Not bad for a couple hours worth of work. Yeah, it's about an
1: hour and a half of, of trying to get ready. So. The camera can't see over here, where all of the shit that I just threw onto a table to get it out of the way. But it works, you looking know. Looking good. Nice. It works. Definitely looking
2: good. So, uh, so yeah. So we're at episode twenty. Twenty. That is a a bit of a milestone, right? I would think. Would you say that? I think we're, so. Would we are now out of the teens. Did we get diamonds on this anniversary? Is that the? I don't I know. know the twenty I don't is know the it.
0: diamond anniversary. Is that? No. Sure. I have no idea. Sure. Scott. Sure. Making
2: stuff up Sure we do I have no Diamond anniversary It's pretty exciting though I mean it's been a I don't say It's been a smooth haul though There haven't been any Like major horror. Well I mean
1: none of us Hang out anymore We all hate each other Entirely
0: But it's been good
1: otherwise (laughs) (laughs) Fuckers
0: That's not true We played Munchkin on Sunday It was was awesome Yeah We played with your wife By by proxy
1: you were there Yeah Yes I like that she Ash is better. drinking Rockstar and Scud's drinking Perrier. I'm drinking yeah. Perrier.
3: <laughs>
1: Back on the sauce. Dinner of champions. You did get off for a week, though. You made ten, it for a ten week. Ten days. No caffeine. That's Are why you I, down to how many Rockstars is this today? This is my second one. Oh, you're breaking your rule
2: already. Well, yeah, because this is podcast night. I gave myself <laughs> a, little, you know, a little pep, a little pizzazz, as you right. say.
1: Well, uh, let's get into it. Let's, let's get into the news. We, uh... We've got a couple things, right? Yeah. Um, I didn't. Let's give me give me
2: a moment. Let's skip the first one and, and move on to number right. two, if we could. All right. So um, I actually read a little bit about this, so I'll start it off, and you guys know more about it than me. But um, Amazon is, introdu- is introducing, or either just introducing it's, in. it's okay, it came in this week, yeah, yeah. The uh, the cloud music player, and um, everyone that listens to this should probably know what the cloud is. The cloud is uh, pretty much. It's the a internet, virtual, a, the virtual cl- hard drive.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's just like a storage of hard drives yeah. that um, that are there. So yeah, yeah.
2: So explain to me, if you will, what is Amazon's cloud music player all and about? Why would I want to use it? Me? Uh,
1: okay, so it actually contacted Amazon too about something, so
0: I can add in a little. A little.
1: I know this, and no well, one think, else does. I think
0: you, with your your, uh, Zoom rage for Mac computers probably have explored these issues right so i
1: have i have an account with groove shark i have an account with mog i had an account with lala i buy amazon mp3s i have a zune i have many musical uh, options i hate itunes with a passion it's just i think it's a clunky piece of software that's bloated itself into oblivion essentially. It kind of has. I agree. Um, I think it could be good. You know, I don't think it's, it's necessarily a bad piece of software. It just it's just right now they just keep adding shit to it, which is not like Apple, so it's kind of weird, but but um what Amazon kind of jumped ahead of everyone and did was that they said, "All right, starting now, any music that you had that you buy from us through our MP3 store will immediately go into what's our Amazon cloud account and we'll just store it for you." Online, You have access to it at any time from anywhere, and you can use it, you know? And we're going to give you two free gigs of storage in our cloud drive, which they've been running this service called Cloud Drive for a while, um, and now they're just giving you two gigs. And then they ran another special this week that says if you buy any album from Amazon MP3 right now, they'll give you 20 gigs of storage in their cloud drive. For one year, right? Uh, The 20 gig, I think, is for one year, and then it might transition into something else, Mm -hmm. right? Your paid account. I mean, honestly, there's so many different cloud servers. If you don't have one, this is a really good opportunity. Their cloud drive is really cheap. It's not expensive. Like, 20 gigs will run you maybe a couple bucks a month, tops. Mm -hmm. Um, It... uh, uh, you know, works really well I've downloaded a couple albums I actually uploaded a bunch of music last night to see how it would go um, the great thing for me and for Scott and not for you hmm. is there's an M- Amazon MP3 player built into Android that syncs up with your cloud automatically oh, okay um so any music you've downloaded to Amazon or any music you buy on Amazon instantly sync to your phone. You can listen to it. You can download it straight to your device that you're on if you want. Like like if I was going to get on a plane I was like, oh, man, I want to listen to this album. I already own it. Mm-hmm. I could go up there and just download it to my device and then listen to it on an airplane while I'm flying. Okay. Um, otherwise, it's got to have a persistent connection, obviously, to get to your music. Um, the question I had that I wrote Amazon about because I actually bought a bunch of MP3s for them previous – is do I have to re-upload those songs or since they already know that I own it, which they do, because you can go check my account, it's got all my mp3 mm. albums, Yeah. will they just transition that into the cloud for me? Yeah. They wrote me back yesterday and the answer was no, we will not transition any music into the cloud for you, it does not count as your free storage, anything you've bought previous you have to upload just like you would upload anything else uh, and, it, and it is done a certain way. I'll tell you why before you even ask the question. Okay. It's licensing. I'm willing to bet. Sure, it's completely I mean like licensing.
0: they can't they can't go retro like yeah. do things with licenses. Although
1: after. I read on Engadget that they necessarily haven't really figured out licensing yet with everybody. Yeah.
0: Else. See how can how can you? And the question I had for you also was, you know, if I just upload like a random mismanaged collection of MP3s, like do they care? Does it matter if all um, my files are just like. Cx2b and it's like Christmas they're doing they're doing
1: some you know? kind of matching because when I went to upload mine they checked what I already had and, and matched against it and then only uploaded the new stuff so I, they are doing some kind of verification of the music you're uploading
0: so you wouldn't be able to upload duplicates
1: yeah it doesn't it doesn't store like multiple of the same file. It'll, it'll just say, like, sorry, this file's already up there. We don't need to upload it. Okay. Which is good and bad, because the good thing is you could just select your entire drive and throw it up there if you wanted to, your music folder. Mm-hmm. And it'll sit there and cycle through it and be like, these are all duplicates and just put up what you need. Oh, that's cool. What I don't know, and I haven't tried yet, although it looked like it was going to, because it was getting ready to upload podcast files that I had. Uh, what? What's up? Uh, I'm, I just went offline. Oh. Uh, some podcast files that I had, it looked like it was getting ready to upload those without an issue. So wow. it doesn't seem like it has to be in their Amazon, like, catalog. Interesting. And That's and the cool. thing about the cloud drive is you can upload anything. So you can upload pictures and videos, whatever you want to have up there to store. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's a cool little service. I, I'm interested to see. It's kind of shocking Amazon beat everything. They came out of nowhere, literally, and just were like, oh, hey, guess what? Here's this thing we've been waiting for. And and uh, I was talking to, to to Bovalian, actually, about... um. This, we were talking about a little bit, and I said, I think the next step is they're going to undercut everybody and put out a cheap tablet. Yeah, I don't, uh, he's asking about subscription. I I still don't think they're going to do a subscription. It's Bob Alien. Uh, uh, But I think they're, what they're doing is basically creating all of these apps. They just came out with their own app store. They've got the Amazon MP3 app, you know, their, their online shop and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I think they're getting ready to be like, Oh, and here's a cheap device you can do it all on and it's got it's just Wi Fi only, it's just a tablet or, or you know, like they're Kindle essentially, but mm-hmm. with color screen and, and games and things like that. Why
0: do you think they're doing this? Why? Yeah.
1: I think they I think Amazon views Apple and Google as direct competitors. So they're just trying to. I don't think they look at themselves as strictly a marker. I think they look at themselves as, as a service, or at least
2: they want to be. You know, I mean, they're still they they're a service, but I think you, you wouldn't. The majority of the population that's not like as tech savvy as you guys, if you say like, where would you get your MP3s? They're not going to say Amazon. Like, you know, people people I, my a lot parents of people age do. like yeah, yeah. still like, this is where I get my books. Like, they don't really, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. Whereas they they know what iTunes is, but they don't know that. That
1: Amazon necessarily deals with MP3s. Yeah, uh, he uh, Ryan's talking about the the subscription service. It's entirely possible. I, there's just a lot that goes into that licensing, and it's a whole other beast. And if they if they didn't figure out their licensing even for the cloud storage, but for, so for people that don't know, the way licensing works is Amazon licenses your music to sell it to you as a one time purchase. Yeah, and then you can listen to it all you want because you own it on your device. But when they start going like, "Oh, here we'll store your MP3. You can listen to it anywhere you want at any time," it starts looking like a streaming service, and they're probably paying streaming rights on top of
0: sales rights. Interesting. It's interesting because uh, movies are different. Like if you buy something from Amazon Video on Demand, you can mm-hmm. you just buy it and then anytime you want, you go to their website and you just watch everything you purchased. Likewise, you could download that same media to like I think like one or two computers.
1: I think you get two computers and then you can watch on like unlimited devices like Roku yeah. and all, whatever, will, whatever will stream For some,
0: whatever reason, they're stingier with the music, you know? Well, it's not them. It's the studios. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. the studios sorry, are yeah. just
1: like shitty with dealing with licensing. They're really awful at it. So mm-hmm. yeah. we'll see, you know. I, I don't know. I think it's an awesome service. Cool. Well, Do I'm you have any thoughts, you- Scott? I'm, I know you're very pro I haven't, um, MP3.
0: I haven't used it and...
1: The uploader is awesome. It works really well. I guess I
0: don't, I don't yet see the utility of using it because I still, like, I carry a Zoom with me, so I have all my music with me. You will see the utility the day that
1: you're... Like, to me, I love it because I want to listen to music at work sometimes, and I bringing my Zoom with me does nothing. I'd have to plug it in separately. I, I mean, can't do, plug it into my computer. Yeah, I mean, do
0: I need to... I mean, like, you know. I guess there's nothing personal about uploading your entire music collection to Amazon, but... No. I mean, what if they... I mean, are they ever going to decide, like... Oh, you can't have it anymore. You should have it on your well. No, first of all, they can't. I mean, yeah. you bought it. If they did that, you'd, you'd go after. I guess them. it's no difference than having your email in the cloud. It's just another thing that now moves to the cloud. You know,
1: like none of that's on my phone. Oh, okay, I got you. And it just immediately came up. That's cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So
2: it's kind of awesome. I don't know. Very cool. You, so you think, like this sort of um, with band with bandwidth increasing the way it is, right? Do you think eventually all there's yeah, going to be is the cloud? Do you think people are going to give a Google shit about they I don't know. Because I, I, I don't think it's necessarily 100% reliable all the time. Like, you know, I don't want to have to rely on But it's having, as reliable as, as a hard drive in your computer. But I'm saying, like, hey, we'll say, for instance, like, you and I are, are at um, a convention. This is a perfect segue. We're at a convention, yeah. right? And our reception sucks... We have no internet access. We have no 3G. We have no 4G. We have no edge network. But I really fucking want to listen to a song, and I can't get onto any sort of network. Then I don't have access to my music. Whereas if we're on a hard drive, I fucking would. You know what I mean? I know that that situation's not really well.
1: I mean, I think that the, the thing is this. You know, like these. This is what everybody's aiming at now. Yeah. So that convention is is such. Not the norm, I would say most of the time you're gonna yeah. have at least three g while you're walking around and now they're saying four g which is faster than you know half the cable mm. connections most of us have yeah. uh I don't know I, I I am halfway there and totally okay with it
3: mm-hmm. you know yeah I, was, I mean
1: I'm pretty close so like there's not much I do that I have to I, I have my music here because I have something like two hundred gigs of music and that's just a ridiculous amount out in the
0: cloud there was only uh i mean based on what you were saying I remember like okay we've been having these storms you know so yesterday we had intermittent like internet connectivity right so did you have your phone the whole time no but what i was gonna say was is Uh. that uh we were like well the internet's out we'll just watch tv oh no wait like all of our tv comes from the internet now right yeah so it's like now we have nothing to watch you know not that we'd be able to use our dvr either because that thing like doesn't work when the when cable goes out but um you know it was just weird because we were like oh i guess now we have to watch a, a disc you know like Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we like haven't done it forever, you know.
2: <laughs>
1: Ryan said we just need to get rid of storms, and then we'll be fine. Oh
2: yeah, <laughs> as long as our you know we're pretty much the only state with storms, like we have storms. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: and this this what's, what we're going through right now is just like the beginning of it's, summer. It's kind of rare
0: though. It usually, just rains for like an hour at a time. Like, well, this night. is nasty. Yeah, I don't oh. know what's going on here, but yeah. it's something.
1: A demon's form. <laughs> So yeah. speaking of conventions, yes. Ash, we went to, uh, or not we, you and me, but you. I think you wrote this down, right? We all went to MegaCon. I wrote that.
2: Oh, yeah, Scott. Scott wrote the MegaCon. I was going to do a write up, but you know what? I was kind of feeling like a little bit lobotomized that day, so I, I didn't really. Um, I don't say I didn't didn't enjoy it. I just didn't enjoy it as much as I used to enjoy it. So I kind of want to hear your guys' opinions on it, and then I'll kind of tell. Um, how I felt because I don't want to. I don't want to drag you guys down. Well, uh, at MegaCon,
0: I'm like a total outsider, you know, because I don't read a lot of comics. And right. I don't, I don't watch anime. Like I don't read manga books or whatever. So like, yeah. I have no idea what's going on. You know. Yeah. So to me, it's like I I recognize these people as like a different group of nerds, but like I just I mean like I can appreciate their passion for for the things that they like, but. To me, I'm just more of, like, an observer, and I'm just kind of walking around, looking at the costumes, just kind of, like, taking in the stuff that people are selling, and it's just, like, I don't know, I go more just out of curiosity than I do out of, like, a passion for any one particular thing that's at at this particular convention.
2: Right. Yeah, Megacon has become, um... I mean, it's always been, okay, so for those that don't know, or maybe listen to this and have no idea what Megacon is, it's, um... The southeast biggest comic book convention, and by southeast, pretty much Atlanta doesn't do any comics. Not really, uh, not in any big. Because they have DragonCon, but they yeah, don't do DragonCon's more like fantasy. Yeah, yeah. So MegaCon is the biggest one in the southeast, and that you know and it's a pretty large convention, but it does cater uh, pretty much specifically to comic books and anime. Mm-hmm. Um, my problem with it just to kind of dive right in and just be the bad guy is that it's so poorly programmed there's so little to actually do mm-hmm. and there's no sort of actual sponsorship from anyone you would have any desire to, to see. So like essentially all like the floor okay the floor yeah. every convention has a floor. The floor is all small companies um, really like you know independent comic book shops to medium sized businesses all trying to hawk their shit. Mm. Right. Okay. There's nothing there to see that's going to be like new or unique or anything. You'll have some guy, literally, some dude's old fucking He-Man collection that he wants to sell you.
1: And you're comparing for comparison, like because you haven't been to Comic Con. You go to Comic Con and it's like it's not like a guy selling Dark Horse comics. It's yeah. Dark Horse Comics. Yeah. It's like yeah. there with a massive booth and these all their new stuff and like Star Wars stuff all over the place. Yeah. And there you walk in MegaCon, and it's not quite that. Well
0: I mean even at even at Celebration it was like Lego was there with a Lego display right. selling Legos. Right. And then at Megacon, there was like a Lego enthusiast group right. building Legos. Yes, you know. and that's
1: kind of the difference with Megacon. Although we talked about at the convention that they took a massive hit uh, a couple of years ago. When the economy crashed, they were, them and FX, which is gone now entirely, which took, like took massive hits in, in people coming out to it. And I just don't think they've fully recovered yet. I think they, I think they lost sponsorships. Because people didn't see numbers, and, yeah. and now that it looks like they got their numbers back, because it actually sold really well this weekend.
2: Yeah, I hope I hope it does. I'd like to see it stick around. I don't know if you guys remember, but a few years ago, CrossGen was based out of Tampa. CrossGen Comics. Mm-hmm. And, um, I didn't Pro- know they were out of Tampa. But. Yeah, they were based out of Tampa, and they were you know going to be the next big thing. They had yeah. all these guys leave Image, they started CrossGen, yeah. and then CrossGen for like two or three years sponsored Megacon as like, the, the big, yeah. you know, the big money behind it, well, CrossGen folded, and so, like, they didn't have, and that, and that was another reason why they kind of took, it's the, weird,
1: yeah. because, like, it's not like our city can't do, um, conventions, because we have, you know, we have music festivals that go on here that are, are pretty big, as much mm-hmm. as we make fun of some of them, they're, they're pretty big, you know, or Gainesville Fest, the Fest up in Gainesville, which is massive, um, it's just weird to see Megacon. it's just, like, can't... Like, it seems like... I don't know if it's the organization or if it's... Yeah. What, what's going on with it? I, I mean... Because I agree. I mean, it was pretty sad. There were some awesome things there, but I think you nailed it without even intending to in your write-up, which was you called it basically a big, um... A big, like, knock Like show, a flea market. flea market. Yeah, like... And it is. It, it, like, there is almost no point other than the floor. That's right. Yeah.
0: What, what I said was, like, when you look at the vendors that are there... Like, you know that these people, like, at the end of the day, like, the end of the weekend, they just, like, pack up their Winnebago with, like, all these, like, Star Wars figures and they go to the next convention. Yeah, that's it. And they don't... They're, like, carnies. Like, they're not passionate. They don't take care of the stuff they have. They, like... Sometimes they let it sit out in the sun and you can see that, like, things... With exceptions. I mean, there were some people there that were awesome. So, not everybody is like that. But then you see a couple of guys and you're just like, man, you know, like... I... You kind of expect... I... I guess when you come with a passion, you also expect people to share your passion. The one
1: thing that I do give Megacon that they still pull off really well and better than some other comic-related conventions would be um, their artists. They, I mean, they get a ton of like mm-hmm. decent-named artists that, yeah. are, that are there. The, the comic people still come out to Megacon. It's just they've lost sponsorship and they can't put any decent panels together. And it's like... If well, they can get some decent panels and get some sponsorship, say,
2: though, I mean that's the thing. I well, no, that's what
1: I'm just... saying. Like, I'm not saying they
2: can't put together yeah. decent panels. I'm saying they're not putting together decent. panels. And the question is, why though? It's like you know, if I if I was looking through the list of panels and I saw um, something to the effect of like, "Hey, how to uh, you know how to how to have a better podcast." Mm. like even though that's not really what Comic-Con's about yeah. like if it was like how to, how to have a great comic book podcast mm. I probably would have gone to that or how to you know how to a uh, uh, compare and contrast between X-Men from well, the but, 1990s to the 2000s.
1: Believe we and we're making jokes about like getting a media pass for MegaCon's harder than Comic-Con. It is. No it like is. that's insane. It's insane that that the thing that I can go to and actually make Real progress as a media member, yes, versus this thing that has literally zero bearing on what I can report on, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like,
2: no, their, their criteria for getting a media pass for, um. For they, Megacon is not only hard, but they're rude in the way they present it. Yeah, or and like, they, they the media need media members will only be allowed one pass with like exclamation points, and they should be like,
1: begging for that shit. Yeah, they you should think, be did you absolutely begging. No, not a
0: single. Do you think person? that has something to do with William Shatner being there, and maybe people thought they can? No, be I think free. that's how they've they've been. I mean, because even if you got a free media pass, it's not going to get you in to see William Shatner. But even looking at the list of things that there were to do, I don't even know what I would use this pass for. Like that's like, what I'm saying. Like there yeah. was no like there's nothing for us
1: as a website to go like oh finally we can go talk to this person or yeah. get this. It was just like oh. We could get in, I guess. Like, like, are they just trying to prevent us from getting a free pass? Like, I think I don't that understand. with, like, a
0: camera and a microphone, you could have gotten more than what you would have gotten by getting a... You know, like, just by talking to the people that we got to talk to yeah. on the floor, you know. And, uh, you know, that's something else else to yeah. talk about. Just by talking to, like, people like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, know. I don't
1: know. I, like, I hope, it, I hope it does better. I hope it sticks around and, and, you know, turns out some better stuff. I think this year was a good sign that that's definitely feasible. That they might be able to, you know get some real stuff going next year, get a good sponsorship or two, which is probably 90% of it, is that they just need a good sponsorship,
0: mm-hmm. you know? It kind of makes me wish, like, going by the artist alleys, that I knew more about, like, what the like who the artists were and, like, what they did. Right. You know, because I feel like that's the real appeal as a fan, because they put these artists out there. And yeah, like, yeah. You know, because you could be like, And oh, you can get
1: signed stuff, and they'll draw right. you custom art right there on the spot. I like, mean, the artist
0: alleys are always pretty
1: awesome. Like, as comics.
0: a fan of comic books. Or sure, in mean, the last
1: McCons where I got my Mike Choi artwork.
0: Yeah, see, as a fan of comic books, that seems like that would be like right in the pocket for you, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because even the guests this year, I was just like,
2: I don't really know who any of these people are. Right. But, you know? So yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, we always talk about this. I'm, I'm the Resident Evil guy. I love Resident Evil. So we actually reported uh, on this in early January. I think it was like January 2nd or January 4th. There were like rumblings of this game um, sort of being... You know, heard on different sites, and I didn't really know for sure if it was real or not. But um, Slant Six, who made some of the SOCOM games, uh, finally released a trailer and a lot of information about Resident Evil Raccoon City, which is a four-player co-op, uh, third-person, class-based shooter. Uh, that's a lot of a lot of stuff. A lot Four-person of co-op, class-based shooter, uh, basically with two different factions. So you have Umbrella, and then you have. Special Forces, which I don't know how they really factor into things, mm-hmm. um, and they are competing to complete different objectives inside Raccoon City during the time period of Resident Evil Two and Resident Evil Three. Okay, which took place at the same time, so it's during the big Raccoon City zombie outbreak before right. the, before the nuke drops, and you are um, Umbrella operatives trying to like do nasty stuff, like you know steal the T virus or do whatever. The thing that I thought was pretty cool about it. Uh, you want to run the trailer first, and no. then, I'll, then we'll do you want me to? to? Yeah, let's run the trailer first, and then we'll um, and then we'll talk. Well, here is the trailer. Then, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. Is, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that's uh, awesome. The yeah, Bo Bailey says so. Resident Evil Left for Dead Three. That, um, that was my question. How can you be late to this game? Like. But like,
1: there, well, I mean, there's, the, what's the other game? The, the Island? Is the Island's it's
2: coming out, yeah. I mean, it's,
1: this genre is not dying. Yeah, yeah no, I it's, guess, dying, like, it's like, it's undead. Ah, four, it's I a guess four-player co-op, like a la... Is it four, though? It sounds like it's like eight-player. Or well, did you say four-player? it's like?
2: four-player, per, four per team. Per team, per yeah. Per team, and then the... the I mean, it's team-based, yeah. so
1: this, that's um, what, it's It's Left for Dead, it's life.
0: So you said this is squad based.
2: So is this is like
0: more like in the sense of like a tactics kind of game. Like yeah, it is, it's, it's tactics. Like, uh,
2: oh, okay. Yeah, and with the thing, zombies. With okay. zombies. Well, here's the thing that I think is kind of cool. And Dead I'm like, Island. That's what. It I'm one of the few um, people that are supportive of this game. A lot of a lot of people. Well, I've been reading a lot of stuff in the media about it. And a lot of people think it's going to like. They have no faith in it. Whatsoever. What are they mad about? I mean, why? Um. Well, they, first of all, they don't like that. Uh, Capcom's essentially outsourcing. They don't Mm -hmm. like the idea that they are hiring all these smaller companies, like Grin or whoever the fuck, Mm -hmm. to make their games for them. Like, they're only really working on a few big titles of their own, and then they're kind of selling off these big, big licenses to um, all these smaller companies and trying to kind of, you know, use the names of those big games that they made. So, after like 10 Resident Evil games,
0: nobody thinks there needs to be like a new infusion of. Creativity. like
2: That's pretty much it. Well, they're also afraid, like, you know, people in the chat room and even us were saying, oh, it's just like Left for Dead, or it's just like, you know, this, it's just like that. There's definitely not a shortage of, of third-person tactical shooting games. Right. It's not like they came up with a whole new genre for this. But, you know, my thing is, all the Resident Evil games, are they were puzzle games, they were survival horror games, they were really um, thick with story um, why not? Like, why not something new? Like, yeah. why not re-examine, you know, this, the, 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 basically the, the father of the zombie game? Mm-hmm. You know, there's millions of zombie games now, but the Resident Evil was the fucking original zombie yeah. game. There weren't yeah. any. Why not look at it from a different angle, bring some new life into it, inject some action into it? I think the last then, time they did that, I think the reason
1: being possibly that the last time they did that was probably, what, Nemesis? Was that the shooter? Yeah. It like so on rail on rail shooter yes an shooter, it an on rail shooter yeah yeah, pretty yeah. bad
2: yeah yeah I know what you're talking about but I mean
1: I, like to me the whole the whole like outsourcing thing doesn't bother me at all I, I think people are like so fucking they're so I don't know if needy's the right word but it's like god forbid a company do something that probably keeps their you know coffers growing so that they can keep making games mm-hmm. and it's like you know Street Fighter and Marvel vs. Capcom are making an ass load of money for Capcom yeah. right now the fact that they can't split another team... I mean, why stretch yourself out if you've got the opportunity to go after another studio and have mm. them do it? And it's a studio with some sort of history. It's not like they just gave it to, yeah, to anybody, I mean, you know?
2: Yeah, you know, I the Slant 6, who's doing the game, they, their games haven't been reviewed incredibly well. They did, um, like, two different SOCOM games. Um, but I think, like, looking at the trailer, like, you know, people say, oh, the trailer sucks, whatever. I um, not the trailer good. Um what the minority. It, what it kind of showed me is that they got the vibe right. They got the atmosphere right. It looks like Resident Evil. It doesn't look like right. Left for Dead. It looks like Raccoon City. It looks like Resident Evil. Um, and also it kind of shows, if you, if you really look at it um, and you read the press release, uh, the four different characters you can choose from, like the Umbrella Operatives, they all have different unique skills and abilities. So if so, this is totally yeah. yeah. It's it's like pretty much like you take like the ability classes of Team Fortress yeah, and you add it to the Resident Evil universe. So you have like a guy who's a heavy who can like you know. So wait, is this like a
0: twitchy kind of like shooter, like a battlefield kind of game, or is it more like like overhead tactical? Like I send you guys here and you guys go here.
2: I would say more like. more like the first one, you said? So it's, like, like multiple
0: people? people? Like, I would control a single... You control a single guy. Oh, Yeah, yeah.
2: You may be able to switch between units or tell a unit to do something specifically, like, hold this area, but it's gonna be an action game. Maybe
0: this could be something similar to, like, Republic Commando, where it's, like, I've got a squad of dudes and I can just, like, go, like, you
2: there, you there. I have a feeling it's gonna be the kind of game that's meant to be played with your buddies, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Um, there's actually a lot, a lot of Resident Evil news. You might be excited. Uh, Xbox Live Arcade is getting Resident Evil Four HD. That oh, awesome. yeah, I'll Resident be all Evil, over that. Yeah, and sure. and Resident Evil Code Veronica HD uh, this it's year. Um, I never Xbox got those Code
1: game. Veronica. It was. Cause that was okay. a Wii game, right?
2: It was actually a Dreamcast game. So it's a, right, of, right, a lot right. of people are super excited because it. Um, Did they, they know, re-release it on the Wii or something?
0: I thought it was on the Wii. Resident point. Evil Four came out for PS2 originally. And then yeah. I think they released it on the Wii with Wii mode controls. Yeah. And now it's going to be, I guess, HD remake.
2: Yeah. Actually, I think 4 was the cube first.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it
2: was. That's yeah. awesome. 4 was the cube because that's the only reason I bought a cube. I was like, alright, yeah. I a cube in this yeah. one game. Yeah, it and happens. That's pretty much all I bought. So, um, what else? There's one more tidbit of Resident Evil news. The HD remixes is... Oh, um, the 3DS. Um, The Mercenaries game got new trailers for um, Wesker and Jill, playable in Mercenaries. And if you buy Resident Evil um, Mercenaries for the 3DS, you're going to get basically a demo for the new Resident Evil Revelations, which is actually a whole new full-length Resident Evil story with Jill and Chris that's actually canon and everything. The
0: Mercenaries game is just like a... Frantic like mini game kind of shooter thing, right? Yeah, it's not it's, like a
2: story. It's, it's, it's a pieces. Multi, yeah, it's a multiplayer uh, almost like arenas. You can choose from a variety of characters, like something to the effect of they haven't released very many characters yet. But typically, there's like eight, eight to ten different characters, mm-hmm. all with different skill sets. You got,
1: that was the one you played,
2: right? Yeah, yeah, I played it. I played it a lot, like I, on the the GameCube and and that actually, yeah, I played Mercenaries at yeah, Pax. PAX yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it plays well, like it slows down a little bit with the 3D, but I wouldn't play with the 3D on if I ever got a system. But yeah, so you know, for Resident Evil fans, there's a lot on the horizon. A lot of it's kind of like barf- it's been kind God. of
1: lulling for a little while. So. It really has. You still? Oh no, you got to play the card game, right? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, the card game. Was I won't play that, we should we should was good. play that again. We should play that again.
1: It's a good game. Speaking, of just this is a really quick one, just because it was kind of funny and everybody blew up over this, of course. And we haven't talked about Batman in a while, so of course, oh, gotta sure. bring it up. Uh, they've already announced the Batman.
0: <laughs> what do you mean, like, for the trilogy? That uh, no,
1: was the thinking? the guy in charge of DC movies essentially came out and was like, they got him to admit that they're doing a Justice League movie. So by, I think they said by 2013 they're going to have a Justice League movie. Yeah. And essentially, or maybe it was 2014. That might have been a more appropriate timeline. And then before um, before that movie comes out, they're going to do a reboot of the Batman series like, how he's going to be in Justice League.
0: So is this, like, the fourth time a Batman, like, series has Here's been Here's the thing. Everybody, and
1: you've written an article about this, Ash. I don't actually look that negatively on it. Everybody gets really pissed off about the word reboot. And to me, yeah. it's like, it's not a reboot. It's the fact that Nolan's not going to make more than three movies. And the Batman that he's probably ending this with probably doesn't even come close to fitting into the sure. Batman that's going to be in Justice League. So yeah. they're probably thinking, like well, shit, we need to do something so that it makes sense why this guy is all of a sudden in Justice League. Yeah. Because uh, Justice League's probably going to be a lot brighter, happier movie than Batman, wow. Nolan vs. Batman is going to ever be. So I just thought that was funny. Everybody completely freaked out over it and was like, Reboot Batman! Mm-hmm. La, la, la. Nolan's the best thing ever! And I'm like... He's not going to stick around they just, they just need to not call it a reboot. They just need to be like, we're going to transition Batman
0: into Justice yeah. League because that's that what they're people, doing. Do like- in the 90s thought that Burton's
2: Batman was the best Batman ever, and, like, they're like, this will never yeah, get People you.
1: still argue that are never getting better
2: than that. There was, Dude, when I was a kid and Batman Burton's Batman came out, there was a bat fucking mania. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody had Joker shirts and, and Batman hats, yeah. and, like, it was crazy for a couple months. It's like, like a, really. I think it's just reflective
0: of the times. Like, when you reboot the series, yeah. it's like, like, these movies are reflective of our time, like, Back then, those movies are reflective of oh, like yeah. everybody liked the Crow back then. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? So like yeah, Batman is kind of um, like gothy like that too. You know.
1: They also announced that was it Gordon Levitt, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. confirmed he is going to be in Nolan's movie, and they think and I think what came out was Falcone's son. Oh really? Yeah. Who uh, goes after Batman? And then I guess Ryan was just saying that Nolan released his s- script for Batman Three without the ending, so no one could find out the ending, and he only told the actors when they it's all uh, here. To- yeah,
2: what a sneaky, sneaky man.
1: So I mean, you know, I I think it's it's just funny. I just love it when people freak out on the internet over something that's not even gonna happen for like two, three years. He's not confirmed as Falcone's son. I thought he was. Yeah, he read Ryan reads the movie sites a little more often than I do, so. So finally, in the last bit of news, um, <laughs> what did he just make a joke about? <laughs> I told you not, he's not. I'm not freaking out. out. I'm just telling you in all caps. Sorry. Which means you're freaking out, buddy.
0: Our unofficial chat room moderator.
1: Um, he is a mod. I made him yeah, a mod. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know? So the last bit of news, uh, a long while ago, uh, Google came out and said, we're going to pick a city in the U.S. and we're going to roll out our super fast fiber optic gigabit fiber optic cable to that city and everybody will get free internet in that city and everyone freaked out and orlando was one of them we we actually went for it people were making bids to google and doing things there was even a city i think tulsa or somewhere renamed themselves google unofficially Uh to try to get it like everybody was trying to get this this thing came out this week it's been picked and it is kansas city oh topeka was the one that that named themselves google Uh, Kansas City, Kansas, has been chosen to get Google's gigabit fiber network uh, rolled out in their city. Interesting. Now, some of us can just get pissed and say, oh, blah, blah, you know, why can't city get it? Or we can look at this as the first step in taking down the cable monarchies that exist across the country. I'm
2: saying geographically, it's kind of in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pretty
1: much exactly in the middle. So I think is Google it? is basically going like, "Hey, here we're going to do this here, and if this works out, and we think we're getting, because here's the reality: what they're probably going to do, they're probably going to siphon information off the network as you're using it. Oh, oh, sure, yeah, because that's how Google works. Google does everything by saying like, you can have this for free, but you're going to give us who you are, what you're doing, and and. You know, we're going to use that to make our ad network stronger. We're going to use that to make these products better. absolutely. So I'm sure they're going to do something along those lines. Um, But uh, I look at this as a very positive thing for what we've talked about a lot, which is broadband freedom. Mm -hmm. You know? Or at least a choice. I mean, goddamn. Even if Google charged something, it
0: was a choice. Yeah, it's not... I mean, like, I know that you have trouble with with Bright House or whatever. And it's not so much that I have trouble or I'm mad at them. I just want... Competition, like any kind of competition is healthy for right. your customers. So even right. if there were like two or three games in town, you know, like. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, one of the things that our, our country is really anti are monopolies. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that's a fucking monopoly. Like, if I can only have like one cable company, yeah. I mean, the argument is, of course, I have other ways of getting TV and it's not, you know. Right. Made. But really, if I want cable, then you know, have one you know, choice. That's it. Yeah. One choice. Then that's. Pretty close to the definition definition of monopoly. So yeah, well,
1: they say you've got dark TV and yeah. Dish, you know. Um, so it looks like it's one gigabit per second. I mean, that is just it, the speed that 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 network is going to be is
3: ludicrous. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. it's
1: it's insane how fast that is. Um,
0: let's just move to Kansas City. They're saying twenty FPS. They're
1: saying twenty twelve. It'll be
2: it'll be fully rolled out and in Kansas City. So. Ridiculous. Do you think it's like a giant like? The fiber optic cable is just like this massive white cable with blinking lights in it. It's Google, so of course.
1: Yeah, of course. There's androids that move it along. Like in hackers. But yeah, so we can only hope this brings real competition and real, you know, broadband choices to to the rest of the country. Um, Soon, you know. Uh, Yeah. I think that's all the news right now, right?
2: That is it for the news. Uh, That's all we wrote. And that's it. That's got it. it. Yep. That is all we were. about. All right. See you guys. All right. Later. We oh, show.
1: no, wait. No. See you later, everybody. All right. So we're... Do you, we need a break? you want to roll right through? No, let's just do it. Let's yeah, do it. we're gonna roll to go. right through. Yeah. Uh, we're going to roll right into the reviews. We've got uh, a few different reviews, and none of which I have played or done anything with. All right. So this should be great.
2: I'm going to check it'll, my phone. It, it'll be fast. Um... Yeah. So well, no spoilers ahead, on this first yeah, one. Yeah, we
0: can't we can't spoil this for Matt. Oh, we can't spoil we, this? zero spoilers on the first one. We, Sorry, you and I can talk about oh. it arbitrarily if you'd like. I can't. How about you
1: guys put a game plan together and I'm going to
2: roll some video. All right. All righty. So we're back. All right. So I'll start off. I'm going to introduce Scott. Okay. Did Let's, you did you like it? The final chapter
0: of Mass Effect Two yeah, DLC. Yeah, so
2: that's what we're Yeah, we should probably say what we're, what um, we're reviewing. Here. I yes, I did like it. The arrival. Good. Yes. I I liked it too. And. There's a lot of, again, um, the internet, I didn't read mm-hmm. any reviews until I wrote my own, which is mm-hmm. what I've been doing lately. Yep. Um, the internet isn't loving it. Uh, they like it, but they wanted, it's more of like a, a greedy fat kid. Yeah. They're like, yes. this
3: pizza's really good, <laughs> yes. but I wanted a whole
2: pizza. <laughs> yeah. And they are like, oh, well, fuck you. Like, you can't have right. a whole pizza yet. A whole pizza comes in November. Um, yeah. Until then, you have a piece of pepperoni pizza. Okay, so
0: here's here's what I think I want to say about this. And for people that are listening to this, maybe post-livecast, live um, Matt has not played the CLC, so we're going to speak about it very... Spoiler-free. Spoiler-free, very arbitrarily, yes. without talking about anything specifically. But mm-hmm. um, I think the, what we talked about in, in the in the dialogue after your article was, I think a lot of people play this game for different reasons. Mm. And that's the first problem. So like if you if this DLC did not meet your expectations as to like what why you played Mass Effect, you're immediately going to be disappointed. And then uh, I think the other thing is is that they released this as DLC for this game, and they just so, just as easily could have released this like five months from now as, as, a, like, for as a ten dollar like download this and like get jazzed up for for number three because it's yeah. coming. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. So, like, you can't, like you said, you can't have your cake and eat it too sometimes,
2: you know? Mm -hmm. No, I totally agree. Um, I, you know, I am very happy with any piece of Mass Effect DLC, which is what you said. It's like, okay, well, why don't I like that piece of pizza? Mm -hmm. And for me, since I've played through the game so many times, I have four maxed out characters. Mm-hmm. And so every time I get DLC, I get to play it four times. Oh, that's With cool. With four different character classes. Yeah. So when people are like, oh, you know, it's seven bucks, is it worth it? It's like, well, it, it may only be 90 minutes long or an hour, however long it takes you, but I get to play it four times, you know? But so were any of them that long? I mean, Kasumi's was only like an hour I or
0: two long. as long as you choose to make them, you know what I mean? Like, if Yeah. You
2: wanna... my, my, I've already, put this piece of DLC, I've already played through three times. And the, the first time I did it, in not, it took me 90 minutes, I timed mm-hmm. myself. Uh, and I was reading everything, and I was listening right. to all the different radio reports, and I was taking time with my decisions. Um, my third playthrough I did in about 35 minutes. Well, yeah, I, see, that's, that's, and that's the problem. I just know? blew, I didn't open any safes. Right. why the fuck do I need 1,000 credits? Right. I have... Seven hundred and fifty thousand credits. You know, I actually don't have the money, but I own everything in the game. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> it's like you know, I don't. Need I finally now
0: own everything in the game. Thanks to this last piece. Oh, really? This is what you took. I never had enough money. Maybe to buy I can everything.
1: finally get Jack on my team with this last one. Maybe.
2: That's the cool thing about the DLC is it can boost your Paragon or Renegade enough she's the only to one. She's the only one. She's I was like, finally on. able to get her back with the, the last piece. Yeah. The, uh, each, Shadow Broker. Each DLC gives
0: you another opportunity for conversation because, you know, like, you can when you talk to characters, they're like, come talk to me later. And then yeah. You're, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm at the end. Yeah, right? yeah there and, is no later. And, like, these things,
2: like, give you an opportunity to kind of, like, oh, now I can try again. Yeah, yeah. You know? Uh, cool stuff that I like that's spoiler-free. Mm-hmm. Um you get your mission from Admiral Hackett, who you haven't seen since Mass Effect One. Yeah. Who was a major, major uh, part of Mass Effect One mm-hmm. because you know you served under him. Um, he's pretty much like right up there with Udina, and um, you know he's major, major, major player in the world of Mass Effect. And you haven't seen him at all in Mass Effect Two. He just literally was absent. Right. Um, he's voiced by Lance, Hendri- Lance Hendrickson from Aliens. Awesome actor. Great character. Um, Do you think uh,
0: Treehouse brand stores needs to make a T-shirt that just says "Hack it out" on it? I yes, because like I hear that line so many times, and I'm just like "Hack it out." <laughs> I love it. That would be great. That, <laughs> that like great. all of Mass
2: Effect One was just you talking to him. It was, and that's why it was cool to see him again because yeah. you're like, in two, where the fuck is he? You know what I mean? It's like you deal with almost everybody else. You figure like this guy who was your boss, yeah, who uh, you know had a lot of respect for you would at least kind of. Call you on the radio when he found out you were alive, um, and he doesn't even bother to do that. So you're like, all right. So they must have just not been able to. And then count. when
1: you would go talk to him, he was just like, ah, I
2: got nothing. Yeah, i just kind of left you alone the
1: whole time. Yeah, that's true.
2: But uh so that that was cool, and that's kind of spoiler free. Um, the other thing, it's killing you, isn't it? I'm just trying to. <laughs> I'm just trying, I don't want I don't I'm to think very slowly I don't want to make fuck sure. up. Yeah. Um, also, also in my review, which Matt read up until the point where it says spoilers. <laughs> to remember what I said? Um it's a solo mission, which a lot of people are kind of pissed yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. It's yeah. kind of weird. So what do you think about that? Yeah,
0: I I I don't see that's like that's kind of gets into that area where it's like you play a lot of Mass Effect because it's a squad-based game. Yeah. And then when they take away like what probably many people would consider to be the main gameplay mechanic or one of the main mechanics yeah. of the game, I can understand why people get angry. But at the same time, like It's DLC. You know, sometimes DLC might be a place to try out new things. Like, other previous DLCs, like, reintroduced um, terrestrial, like, vehicle combat. You know, like, Mm -hmm. this DLC tried a little bit of, like, solo combat. You know, it's like... like I really...
2: Bioware is not dumb. And they are pretty much... That is their beta test for a lot of things that are going into the next game. They want to see what the player reaction is Mm -hmm. to those sort of things. They want to see... You know, really on forums and things like that, they do play, pay very close attention um, to what the players, how they react. And to they can probably things. pull down
0: metrics like, oh, people spent this much time playing this DLC, like, people spent this much time driving the vehicle, you know, like, mm-hmm. it takes about this much time for someone to get through this part, you know, it's like. Yeah. Uh, Have you
2: downloaded the latest costume pack yet? Uh, I, th- I think I have, but, yeah. like, I look through the costumes and I can't, sometimes I can't tell which one's the new ones. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, I, I downloaded the, the Miranda, it's Miranda, Grunt, and, uh, Tally. To
0: my knowledge, I have all
2: the costumes, all the pretty badass. Okay. Miranda's is, like, a freaking like, you know the, um, the Cerberus armor pack they put out? Mm-hmm. It's a... A Miranda version of that Cerberus oh, armor. Cool. It's really cool. Yeah, I
0: think the thing that I'm disappointed with the most in terms of... Uh, <laughs> I think the thing that I'm disappointed with the most, like, is that the costume choices for your female character on the ship are, like, terrible.
2: No, I agree. The casual wear? It's like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, there's a scene... I, you know when you do the Kasumi loyalty mission, you get, like, the... The, the cocktail. The hot dress, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a scene... Um, it's actually... Not a, a spoiler. It's a weird
1: uh, suit on the dude. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's a horrible <laughs> suit on the dude. All right. <laughs> there's a scene where you're
2: sitting on a table <laughs> yeah. as Shepard, and Shepard's kind of like... I don't want to say butch, but Shepard, especially a voice of Jennifer Hale, is, like, a tough chest. She's kind of got, like,
0: a... Um, Olivia Dunham kind of thing
2: going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. So she, <laughs> seems she's sitting on the table and I had her in that dress, yeah. totally spread eagle <laughs> no. for like 20 seconds, just like <laughs> crotch skirt. And I'm just like, this is kind of awkward. Yeah, and she's just having a conversation like with her hands on her hips and you're like, <laughs> yeah. hey, Shepard, I can totally see your coochie. It's like, what are you doing? I'm like, control yourself. It's like a
0: little quality control Yeah. there. Like nobody tested
2: like all the, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, you should have kind of Seen that the DLC yeah. costume show a little crotch, but um, I liked it. Um, major qualms: no new weapons. Yeah, um, you know I'm one of those nerds who bought all the weapon packs. Mm. How could you not? Yeah, it's freaking the Tesla gun, whatever that thing is called. The, oh, the arc projector. The arc projector, most powerful gun in the game. Really? It's absurd. Oh, I'll, I'll um, take a fucking absurd. I so took. A you, like, you, I got the arc projector. It might come it might come with a server's network. Oh, uh, um, yeah, I think I got it. But it wasn't it wasn't a
0: downloadable weapon. I yeah. I learned like at some point in the game that just like cuz I didn't always use my special weapon, so I always carried the nuke with me. Do you? And any time that I was like, I'm done with this, I would just pull out the nuke and just fire one bullet in the round would be uh, over. See, I can never get
2: a shot off with of that thing. That's I how really that's
0: how I beat the uh the Because uh, I really? just fired a nuke at him. I just waited for him to pop up and I was like, did mm-hmm. it do one shot?
2: No, but it, oh, like it
0: pulled down that bar, like oh, okay. it, it made like a twenty-minute battle like a five-minute battle.
2: You know, um, you posted the achievements. Yes, have you gotten a chance to get all of them yet?
0: Uh, I cheated to get that one. Like I'm not gonna lie about that because that was ridiculous.
2: The, the survival? I didn't read the
1: achievements. So. Yeah. Okay. Well,
2: yeah. I won't spoil it. That yeah. One. The, I... I lucked out with that. I did like a nostalgia run just for fun. I put do on you guys my... pay attention to achievements while you're doing your first playthrough? No, no, no. no I, I just do. I read them over and I was just like, <laughs> okay. I
1: know Ash doesn't. I know. In general, when you play a game, do you play your first playthrough it or depend- pay attention depends to depends achievements? It depends on the game. It depends on the game.
0: Mass Effect, no. Like, I play Mass Effect and I'm just, I go oh, with it. Right. And then, uh, but a game like. Okay, a game like Fable 3, like, I did look at the list, and they show them to you. Well, if you do something in the game, you're, they're like, oh, 10 out of 20, you need 10 more to get this achievement. So sometimes they show yeah. them to you, and it's not well, know, I mean, I'm nice. not going to play Fable 3 twice. I just am
1: so not, I'm just not that. Not yeah, but player. to me,
0: like, sometimes achievements, like, also give me a glimpse into what the developer thinks is, like, unique or important about their game. Right. And sometimes it's just like, oh, you beat level one, you get points. You beat level two. Sure, eight. sure.
1: No, I get it. I just I've just never I just we don't, could have like a totally yeah, different discussion different about discussion, like the designing yeah. of the cheapest. Alright, well moving on. So it's good. Worth it's it good. worth yeah. it to you guys. Definitely I mean I don't good, know. Yeah. If you're a mass Effect fan, I don't know how you couldn't I think, get this final. I think the the, DLC. maybe
0: the last thing I want to say about it is that is it like, fifteen or ten?
1: Seven. So Yeah.
0: Well, then who fucking cares if it's
1: 90 minutes long? That's what I'm
2: saying. It's
0: 750. And the last thing I could say about this is that now this game is complete, quote unquote. Yeah. And now you could go, now I'm ready to go do a whole new playthrough. Just like. Yeah, start yeah. over, new character. All the, all DLC, the DLC is oh yeah, there. Yeah. Play it, play it'll it be like anymore. naturally, not instead. Like, because I just keep putting the disc back. Yeah, here. yeah.
1: Because I because that DLC, like I played after everything, right? And it made literally no sense. Right. Yeah. So They're now right. you can just right.
0: you can put all this like new story like, into your own narrative and make a whole new game. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah.
1: All right. Well, before you start this next one, I'm super into this media thing. So all right. we're back. Hey.
0: We're back. Um, I have a confession to make. Okay. I didn't actually get a chance to play this game, um, okay. but I'm gonna make a few assumptions about it. <laughs> well, here, okay. Here's what I do know: It's like you didn't have to tell them, man. You could no, just roll through. No, like, you know what you're I'm gonna be about. honest because, like, I had I had some assumptions. Like, this game just came out in closed beta today, mm-hmm. so I got an invite because I I like. There's, there's basically two types of people in the world. There's people that play Call of Duty, and there are people that play Battlefield. Battlefield. People wait in line to play Call of Duty, like, I'm sure people will stay home to play Battlefield. Yeah, yeah. When yeah, the yeah. new one comes out or whatever. What I gather from looking at this is that it's one of the games It's like, okay, play for free. So it's like you log in. Um, you can level... Like, if you've played Battlefield Heroes, which is another um, browser-based uh, Battlefield game, which is more like tune based I feel like if you've played that, you've played this one and i can already see that the um, the battle funds which are like the paid credits that you buy carry over between games okay so, so this has nothing to do with battlefield 3 no correct this is a browser based battlefield game that you can like hmm. play you know you play it in the browser you log in you create a character in browser it launches like a unity window and um, and then you just play battlefield is this not to get super techy, I mean, spend two seconds on this. Is Unity just
1: Open GL for the browser? Is I that think what's it's going just like
0: there? I think I don't know exactly what it is, but it's I'll like look into it. it's something you can download for free, and it's just like this. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. that's fine. I just, I just
1: didn't know. I'm like, I just keep hearing about it, and I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: like EA uses a lot. That's what like Tiger Woods runs off of yeah. in the browser. That's what Battlestar um, Galactica uses. But um, as a Battlefield fan, what I can tell you about this game, and I can already tell looking from the screenshots, is that. Uh, this These maps Like this game I think is Battlefield 2 Right Or at least a watered down version Right Because people still play Battlefield 2 now on PC And When they do play Battlefield 2 Everybody plays one map hmm. now, I'm not joking There's like maybe like five or six maps in that game <clears throat> Like in the core set There's only two maps that people play now When you right. go online And there's And when I say two I mean like One And then two is way down here and this this map that they show on the website is like something like return to to Karkland or something like that yep. or whatever. And I the Carkland map is the map that everybody plays. That's what you see in the screen. You know why like, though?
2: It's because they find the map that maximizes like the, the amount of experience you get oh, and yeah. the amount of time. Yeah. So that's why like if you yeah. ever played Black Ops, I don't know if you guys ever did, but um, everybody plays Nuketown. Mm-hmm. town four fucking seven. It's this little tiny square map matches are very, very fast, really deadly. It's like just a clusterfuck from beginning to end. No strategy at all, but you level very quickly Mm -hmm. because, you know, the matches end so quickly. So, you know, and... If you look on the Black Ops list, which I haven't looked at in months, but it's fucking Nuketown 24-7. Nuketown, Nuketown, yeah, Nuketown. This is like,
0: like
1: literally the reason I hate those games. Oh, yeah, that yeah, That
2: That like, people are exploiting it
1: to get level. Like, it's all... I don't I just... I don't uh, yeah, Well, yeah, yeah. this...
0: I can tell you. I know this map well. In, in this map in particular, like, one team starts off at one base, and the other team basically controls all the flags behind it. So, like, the, the starting... The fighting team starts at the bottom, and they have to push their way, like, northward. And so... There are a lot of choke points on the map. So, really, what it turns into is a firefight just between two flags like the base flag and the first flag that they can capture. And, like, there's only like three ways you can get out of your base, which creates like three choke points. And then people actually play this map now without vehicles. So, it's really just like one on one combat. Right. With like, you just keep tossing grenades into the enemy camp and keep killing them.
1: But well, we'll keep this one short, so you can revisit it next week and yeah. tell us
0: at your actual thoughts, like afterwards.
1: Next week
2: we got to do uh, a little bit of a Mass Effect plot discussion after you play it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. we can't do that. that yes, one either. Can't. We've got we've got one more uh, review item, and it's because our Nintendo fanboy, sure enough, waited in the cold, <laughs> yeah, right, for his mail to show up this weekend, and he got the Amazon three or the Amazon the Nintendo three Ds. Yeah, like
0: in this day and age, like. Waiting a day, like, won't kill me, especially when Amazon has free shipping most of the time. Yeah. So, um, I did not wait anywhere. I just, the mail came. So, and pull it clear, out.
1: Um, Whip it out, big guy. So, Did
2: come with that sweet
0: case? No, this is actually my case from the DS Fat, the original oh. DS. And it just, oh, really? It has housed my DS Lite and now my 3DS. But this is the, uh... You probably can't see any of this at all. That's cool. I don't Ooh. know what you can see on the... On that camera, but um, the you're th- not going to see it. Okay, you know. well, the uh, the 3DS is roughly the size of, I guess, the DS Lite. Yeah, it looks about um, the size of the DS Lite. It's still got the touch screen on the bottom. The top screen is a little bit wider now. Can I see it? So, yeah. The top mm-hmm. screen is How's wider. Uh, the bottom screen is your touch screen. The top screen is your 3D screen. Whoa. Um, the unit has, like, kind of what's What is, I think, overlooked about this unit is that there's a lot of extra tech in it just besides it being 3D. Okay. So, um, to make the 3D work in, like, augmented reality, it's got two outside cameras, which can play augmented reality games. Um, It's got a front-facing camera inside the unit, so you can take pictures of yourself. Okay. Um, It's got gyroscope, um, like tilt sensor motion, uh, Wi-Fi... Uh, it has an SD card slot, so you can like put your save games on there. Um, I like this nub. Yeah, it's got a it's got a thumb pad now, which is kind of like uh, so, so, so. like a PSP nub, but it instead of it being, um, it's like concave instead of whatever the opposite of that is convex. Convex, yep. Uh, and it's big enough for your thumb. Unlike the PSP yeah. stick, which is like your thumb like rolls off of it.
2: I would get such hand cramps from playing that fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, this sits super nicely in your, when, when, in your hand. Yeah, if
0: you're using the D pad, it's a little cumbersome. But if you use the um, the thumb, whatever that is, the thumb pad or whatever. Totally half listening and playing circle pads right now. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, the circle pad uh, works well, and the shoulder buttons are easy to get to. Because I remember on. Like previous DS models, those shoulder buttons are like hard to, yeah. like when you're holding it, you know? Like the SP, like, was real bad, but... Mm-hmm. Um, so do you actually import your me's into this game? You, I had to create a Mi. And that's the weird thing, is that like in this first iteration of this firmware, it doesn't connect to your Wii. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, well, if you don't have a Wii, then who cares? Uh, It doesn't connect to your Wii, and there's no um, store support yet. So I was like, I got the system before I got a game. So,
1: So, and I have to bring this up, I was right before. There is going to be a Wii market, or a marketplace on this, isn't there? there? I thought there was going to be a market. Yeah, well, we said it last week, and then we are like, oh, maybe there isn't, because I couldn't find the info, but it's called, and I totally didn't write it down, there's a name for it, and there is a marketplace
0: for this that's going to be on it. Yeah, it's not there yet. Well, I even thought when I was setting the unit up that I saw a screen that was like, Play your favorite DS and 3DS games. And I was like, oh, I'll be able to buy them. 3DS Market, maybe? I don't know.
1: No, it's... Uh, I
0: mean, kind of, yeah, but no. It's not anything, like, crazy in name. Oh, okay. Well, anyways, I was kind of hoping that there would be a like a 3DS Market where I could download, like, Super NES games or whatever, but... Yeah. Um, anyways, the hardware is really cool, and what it comes with is a set of um, cards... That you can put down on the table and then use the camera to play like a little augmented reality game. So it's more like a it's like a tech demo, you know. Mm-hmm. So using the cameras, you see like things appear like on your on your table, you know, like enemies to shoot at and like um, like target practice games to play. There's a like a mini game that uses the camera to take pictures of people's faces and then they like appear in your office and you shoot at them, like like turning around the room with your DS and like like the unit itself does a really good job of sort of like. Showing off everything that the system is capable of. You can even take 3D pictures with the two outside cameras and then view them on your system. That's pretty crazy. Or, like, even like a, I guess, if you had a 3D
2: TV. Would you argue, though, that because you said it, it's like a demo of sort of what's to come, mm. that they rushed it and they didn't put out. They didn't rush the unit, They the launch titles. That's. Yeah. Yeah. And launch um, really like. A, a, a serious amount of, of games for people to play.
0: From, from what I can see, there are only, like, maybe two or three games that are not ports of something. You know, like, okay, like, sure, Street Fighter is awesome, you know, but, like, I can play Street Fighter on the Xbox. I didn't buy the 3DS to play game, like, existing games. I want new experiences, you know? Exactly, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, I, I bought this because, um, you know, at some point in time there will be... A Zelda game there will be a Mario game hopefully there will be a Paper Mario game which would be totally conducive to the 3DS yeah you know? so
1: it's essentially just refreshing faster than our eyes can catch is what's going on there.
0: yeah I mean like I know we talked last week about the 3D like slowing down the frame rate or whatever but I don't notice that at least in like 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 I've heard
1: Street Fighter. When you get into the more high-def games is when it starts becoming very apparent. Yeah,
0: but just like, I mean, like, in a very apple sort of way, I don't buy the 3DS to play third-party games. You know, I buy the 3DS to play Nintendo's games. Sure. Know, should something else come along, then great. Um, I
1: mean, you'll play Resident Evil, though, right? You'll play. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, Revelations
1: you know. looks like it's pretty good.
0: But, like, to me, anything beyond, like, those, like, core, like, five or six games is, like, going to be a bonus. You know what's weird?
1: That I, even from just a few minutes of playing it, that totally, I call it camera eye. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, when when i out with my camera and I take just a ton of pictures and I'm using it constantly, I always have it up against my face. I get camera eye where, like, my eyes don't, I can't focus two eyes at the same time. Like, one basically just is turned off oh. and my right one takes, you know, precedence. And I feel like that right now. My left eye is, like, all... A huh. weirded out. I mean,
0: like the the there's a 3D slider on the unit, and honestly, if but I it turned, just felt like
1: on or off to me. I mean, yeah. I felt it. It did feel like it was getting a little less deep, but it really felt like it was like on. Yeah, slightly less off. Like I, it was like yeah. yeah. You
0: know that one? Now I I really use the slider based on where I'm holding it. So if I'm holding it down, yeah. I mean, I'm the moment
1: up. I t- I was tipped it, and it was like. Yeah, if so I hold it, do it, it down in back. my lap,
0: I just turn the dial a little bit. If I'm holding it like closer to my face, I turn it up all the way. I mean, the tech looks awesome in it.
1: Like the 3D looks really good. You yeah. know? That, that's not the issue. And my eyes are totally fine. Like now, it's just that's how I feel. It's the same exact feeling as when I when I shoot too much.
0: Yeah. And here's the thing that I want to say about 3D real quick, and that's like that 3D is not 3D is not going to be a game changer in gaming, in my opinion. I haven't seen it yet,
1: man. There's no killer 3D app. Right.
0: And I don't, think, I don't think... But I think people might
1: have said to you that motion controlling wouldn't be a, a game-changer. I, I mean, I
0: bought into that immediately, though. And I feel like it is in multiple formats. Yeah, it's like, true.
1: I think even as much as I make fun of it, Sony's move is still has changed some things. Very few, but some. Sure. You know, not to the extent that Connector weeded, but, uh, you know... I, I think 3D could get there. I think that... I think that... Not higher art forms, but higher. I think things like Avatar prove that 3D can affect how you experience something. You know what I mean? Like when you saw Avatar in the theater and you walked out, everybody was just like, "Holy crap!" Oh, yeah, it great. You know, like, yeah. "Good lord, that—that's what 3D is supposed yeah. to be." You know, not—not not all this other bullshit we've seen. 3D is like, and I feel like gaming, the tech isn't there yet. We're we're like in the mm-hmm. 50s era of 3D for gaming, yeah, and. And there's just no killer... There's just no piece of art for gaming that's like, that's what 3D is for. That's why I'm experienced 3D, you know? Yeah,
0: to me, like, 3D in gaming is just, like, the same way that, like, graphical improvements, like, increase the quality of 3D gaming. But, you know, like, a 3D like 3D doesn't make the plot to avatar any better you know what i mean like it just no. it just makes the the picture look nicer you know
1: I don't, but it didn't make it look nicer it just made it more immersive i yeah, mean when yeah. you're sitting in there and things yeah. are floating around you and stuff's happening and he's not just like throwing pies at your face right like that made that movie better like that that made that experience mm-hmm. of going to that movie better and i just don't, i've played enough 3D games and enough different formats now maybe not for long periods of time mm-hmm. but enough to feel like
0: Like, it's just not, like, I'm just not... Nothing's really been like, this is the way you should be experiencing this. Yeah, and I guess the reason... I guess the reason why I I say this is because the only... The only only thing I expect out of this system is for Nintendo to use the 3D well. Like, I don't really... I don't have high expectations for third-party developers to, like... A
1: little weird focus issues when you pull off of
0: it. um, It's because your eyes... What's happening is this.
1: So the way this is probably working... Here, Here, let's... Let's let the monkeys play around for a minute. Yeah. This is the way the 3DS is probably <laughs> working. Uh, there's two images. It's the way you've seen it online. There's two images that just the background is shifting in and out. And what they're doing is pulling how far that front one's coming from the background with that slider, and that thing's shifting like this back and forth, which makes whatever's sitting on top of that layer look like it's out, look at, like it's out of the screen. So it's flipping around. So what your eyes are doing probably is focusing on that background flicker and then when you pull it off your eyes all of a sudden your eyes are still focused like an inch beyond yeah, where yeah. actually didn't looking.
0: they tell people that when they like when you go to see avatar like that it's better to focus on the action and not on the background in that
1: right way, because yeah. it'll screw with your focus it screws with your vision because your yeah. eyes start to think that they're looking at something that's not they're trying to focus on something that they can't
2: mm-hmm. it's funny uh really briefly about avatar um Matt and I, I remember you were stuck in traffic.
1: Oh, and we got to see the preview. We got to see the
2: preview. Oh, uh, I mean Like he, I mean, I ran in. Did, the yeah, so yeah, did, yeah, yeah. And I just remember, like, all of us afterwards, we were like sitting around and we're like, "Man, they didn't show us the whole movie." For those listening, twenty we, minutes was, or fifteen. You know, twenty, minutes. yeah, 15, 20 minutes. Um, and we kind of sat around afterwards, we're, like, "Yeah, this movie's gonna make a fucking shit ton of oh, money." Yeah, yeah. Where we were like. We really couldn't tell what the plot of the movie was going to be like or anything, but we knew the level of 3D and and James Cameron being the guy that he is, that this movie was going to make a fucking shitload of money, you know? Yeah. And of course it did. I mean, obviously, I know that the 3DS is going to make a shitload of yeah. money too. Um, I don't know if it's for me. Um, I feel like the reason it's
1: going to make part of the reason it's going to make a shit ton of money is that Nintendo. Um, I'm pretty sure Nintendo's behind this because of how everybody's doing it. But uh, they have encouraged price breaks by trading in old DSs. And I was like, that's how they're going to do it. They're going to give a worthwhile trade-in on your old DS to get the new one at a lower price point. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have the newest, if you just bought a DS, you know, what is it, the DS-X? The DSi-XL. If you bought that one... You can take that in and it's $100 off in like multiple stores. There's like three or four different stores doing this where you get $100 off the purchase of a new...
2: do they just recycle the tech or are they just going to be... I have no idea what they're doing with the old ones.
1: Walmart's doing it, so it's it's hard to know what they're doing unless Walmart's selling it off to a third party. But um, what it does to me is it shows that now when your parents are complaining that you already have a DS, well, you just take your parents and go, well, I can trade this in and get $100 off
0: this new one. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Like I said, I think we're waiting for that killer 3D. Oh, I mean, like I'm
0: glad you got it because now we can review 3D stuff. Yeah, like right now. I mean, for I'm a Nintendo guy, so I'm always going to get this. For someone that's not like into Nintendo stuff like I am, I would just say wait until either like a sale comes along or a game comes out that you're just like, okay, that's the one. I'm I'm ready to jump into this. Like, I got it on day one just because. I uh, you know. I was looking
1: at it, I was like, I actually missed my DS this weekend. I was like, I should pull it out and play some games. Plus yeah. I got I got that Mario Kart dude. I looked at the used price on Mario Kart is like thirty dollars. those games oh, really older. <laughs> like, yeah, like I min- got it for five. Yeah. First, first party
0: Nintendo games on the Wii and on the DS like Hold great value. Like if you buy it for thirty, you can sell it
1: for I got twenty-eight for five at the swap thing yeah. that we did up at PAX. There you go.
2: Um, that was, I can't wait for dude. Next year, I am gonna freaking go ape shit at the swap. Hopefully, they have it next
1: year. Um, yeah. So, well, we'll just have to you know. Now we've got it. Now we can play some stuff on it. Um, like the one thing I was gonna say is three ds not going away. Vizio just released a new line. That's coming out, I think, in the next month or two of 3D TVs for your living room. Mm-hmm. 37 inch starts at freaking. Um, thanks, Ryan. 37 inch starts at like 600 bucks. 1080p wow. 3D that's TV, cool. and I was like, God, they're really like they're putting the price at a reasonable level to the point where now it seems like people are going to start actually buying. And it takes a company like Vizio to do it, probably. But mm-hmm. people are going to start actually putting those things in their living room. You know, 3D's there. It's like, I don't know. You know? I'm not into it. I'm not into 3D. I, I mean, I'd watch a movie. I could see Melissa and I sitting in the room watching Avatar in 3D or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't know about gaming in 3D. There's just it's just not there yet. It's just really not. My eye still feels funny
2: from yeah. that. Really? Yeah.
0: I, I like acclimated to that very quickly. Really? So maybe I was just fortunate, lucky.
2: I don't know. You guys have googly eyes. Googly <laughs> right. eyes. Yeah, do we need
1: a, a break? Or are we? We're good. How are we doing? we rolling.
0: Power through. Uh, yeah. Let's do it, man.
1: All right. All right. So um, we'll talk real quickly about the article you wrote, Scott. Um, okay. On cross promotion and what you're looking for, because I think that's what you really want to talk about is what yeah. cross promotion you'd like here. That because obviously EA is listening.
0: I kind of yeah. I, I kind they read of,
1: our site and they listen to our podcast. Oh, we, we already know that by all the ideas they've stolen from us.
0: Uh-huh. I I found it like I kind of find it hard to believe that there hasn't been any. Uh, cross-promotion between specifically the mass effect universe and dead space or maybe there has been and i've just never noticed but i feel like somebody would have brought it to the public attention you know if that already did happen so what's up it's not recording oh
1: no it, it stopped about an hour ago
2: what stopped the audio recording—it's recording video.
0: It's fine. Oh, I was—we're still recording on the yeah, yeah, yeah. on Ustream. Yeah, I've yeah. Oh, okay. got it all. It's just
2: extra work for Matt. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> it's the <fun> thing.
0: NBD. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, cross promotion. So, I when we actually thought of this idea while I was responding to your arrival um, review, and I ended up turning it into a, a separate post. And I was just like, "Huh, that is kind of weird that there's never been like you know, because you can get like." isaac stuff in in dragon age and like you know you can uh wasn't there you could get dragon age armor in mass effect right oh no you could get mass effect armor mass effect armor and dragon age or something like that but there's never been like these two both it's all bioware though right i mean well i mean uh the dead space armor in dragon age is visceral visceral to bioware so i mean like i find it hard to believe that these two companies never just kind of like I'm sure they don't talk every day, but they never just picked
2: up the phone. Whoa, like, okay, there's, there's more to it, too, yeah. because um, Christina Norman, um, who's the lead gameplay designer for uh, the Mass Effect series, she's a huge Dead Space fan. They must
0: be aware of the fact that both these games take place in space well, in the future. Yes. Well, <laughs> <You> know, <they're, laughs>
2: huge Dead Space fan, and also, like, um, they've been looking at the Dead Space UI uh-huh. Um, because there's been a lot of a lot of complaints th- about the Mass Effect series is that people didn't like the UI in Mass Effect 2. They thought it was kind of old-fashioned, a little clunky.
0: Um, I'll tell you what I didn't like was just the portraits of two players always at the bottom of the screen. I thought that was very, like... Let me tell you what I didn't like. Orange text on top of red background. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: It's near unreadable on a crappy screen. It's just unreadable. Yeah. That's probably pretty anyways. Guys. That was totally but, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: So that was busted. There's a lot of there's a lot of rumors just this week of um, them really looking at the UI for Dead Space 2 and trying to figure out ways of incorporating like player health into the actual armor that the player wears because you, you can't argue the Dead Space UI is fucking yeah, gorgeous because yeah. there, awesome. there is no UI that's it what's exactly. awesome. it's gorgeous like it doesn't take you out of the game it's completely immersive and um, were they one of the first ones to remove the HUD. They, I think, because the
0: first Dead Space had no hub really. Yeah. It was just, like... Because it was ammo on your gun, right? Yeah, yeah. and then, on like, your the gun. Point on your gun, pop up in his suit. In his suit. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, um... And your health was on your back. Yeah.
0: yeah. And then when you go into inventory, it just, like, pops out of his yeah. suit. So everything was, like... There was nothing, like... The player had no fourth world. Right, I think it was one yeah. of
2: the first UI removals. Great. Yeah, it's completely brilliant. But, um... You know, I'm with you. I'd love to see... Any sort of nod, like you were saying, like even little things, like have have you find like a data disc that um have you find a data disc that just kind of uh you know explains a little bit of the connection between the two universes or yeah
0: yeah I mean I kind of I kind of laid out a bunch of different ways and I actually yeah. like when I thought of the idea I actually did the research I was like oh when do these games take place like oh in terms of years yeah like in the article um, I was like oh Mass Effect takes place in like the twenty 20- I think it was, like, the 24th or 21st century or something. Yeah. Like 22nd. I don't know. It's, like, 2143, and then the other game takes place in, like, 25-something or other. Yeah, right. yeah. And I was like, okay, so there's about 400 years difference in there. I'm like, that's not impossible Yeah. To, to do something with the two.
2: But if they're... Well, I guess they both have Earth in them, so you can't say they're from different galaxies, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah. but
0: like I said, at the very least, if you wanted to do something significant, like, Isaac Clarke hallucinates all the time. Yeah, yeah. So why not just let him hallucinate that he's, like, he winds up in Mass Effect? But do you want Dead Space in Mass Effect or Mass Effect in Dead Space? I don't space? really care. I mean, I guess I would like to see something in Mass Effect. But right. But I don't, to be honest with you, it doesn't matter to me. Like, I just feel like it would be neat. It's just like one of those, like, hey, it would be neat if...
2: Right, yeah. The the and I are are um, relatively... Necromorphish, yeah. Just saying there could be some sort right. of weird link between. And the I was like, would it would
0: it really be nine. impossible to imagine like a plot line where, like, the markers are, are just like Reaper artifacts or something? You know, like, like what's a marker? Why does it make everybody crazy? Oh, well, for there's a little
2: little bit of a similarity between that that as well.
0: I'm sure, like I, we are not the first people to draw parallels between the two games. You know, right? Like, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, the, the crazy thing is, is, like, they're both on right now, sequel two. Yeah. You know, Mass Effect's obviously going to hit before Dead Space 3, but, um, you know, both massive AAA titles, both, uh, you know, published by EA, mm-hmm. and um, I could definitely see them some, some doing some sort of item cross-promotion, because I never yeah. thought I would see, you know, when I, I got the pamphlet, it's like, wait a second, I can get Dead Space... Themed armor in Dragon Age Two, I was right. like, "What the hell is this? It's crazy!" Yeah, and like, and then what I said in response to your, uh, you know, your article was the the armor was actually really good. Yeah, that's awesome. It was it was better than you know the, when you first get the Blood Dragon in Mass Effect. Yeah, you know, it, it wasn't great. It was like oh, it's like ten percent shields or whatever, and it's
0: one thing you can wear, yeah, as opposed to component armor that gives yeah. you better
2: stats. Yeah, the thing about and, and you haven't played DA Two yet, no. Uh, the thing about the armor is it's only for rogues. Uh, it's rogue. Armor. Well, that's what I'm going to be then. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's sweet. But
0: the, I guess what I'm trying to say is I want something more than just item like codes or whatever. Yeah. But I want I I don't want it to derail the story. Right. Whether whether the acknowledgement is serious or not is not important to me. Like I just want to know that these two people like are aware of one another.
2: You know. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, I totally I totally agree. Like it makes the games more fun when they have a little. Yeah, like a dusty old, darkened little like, tits is what I just little, said. Yeah, I don't know why I said that. It makes the more fun to little tits. That's not what I meant. You mean like you meant to say tidbits? I did. Easter so, okay. just turned into tits.
0: <laughs> little tits, you know. It could just be like I said. It could be a commander Shepard statue inside of someone's office in dead space. That if you find it, ha ha. And if you know, like if you don't, whatever. Uh,
1: I was gonna say, wasn't there a game with Pit Boys in it that wasn't
0: Fallout? Or no. know. Am I making that up in my brain? Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know how you would get Dead Space into Mass Effect though, because if it's like 600 years later, you would just have to like project something backwards. Into what if the... you,
1: What if there's? What if you can go explore the ship,
0: like one of the ships?
1: Yeah, I thought it'd be, Maybe cool. It'd be cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you. Like it's like wreckage somewhere that you can go and. Yeah, like, I would have to imagine that, like... Ishimura floats into frame. I was like, like, maybe they've been planet cracking for 600 years. It's, like, not like they just started doing it yesterday. So, like, in the earlier world of Mass Effect, they should be able to... ...find something related to Dead Space. But anyways, that's my fan service moment, so... Sorry I enjoyed it. I've never played Dead Space, so it's, like... I I was late
2: on that train as well, so... Pick them up, they're good.
0: Like I said, the only reason I played Dead State, the only reason I even gave it a chance was because I knew it had something to do with System Shock 2.
2: Right. But did, you, you ever
0: played Bioshock? Yeah, yeah, I played oh, Bioshock. Okay. I know, like, they split, and, like, one yeah, yeah. made one, you know. But I still like the space thing, so that one kind of... Yeah. Has, space. Has a win in my heart, but... Sweet, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Bioshock. <laughs> I'm there.
1: <laughs> I'm not a BioShock fan. I'm La- a minority. The last bit of uh, of stuff. That
0: game is $13 BioShock 2 on amazon.com right now. Sorry. My okay, <laughs>
2: really,
1: uh, is uh, this book that Ash brought. Yeah, that so it looks like
2: a D&D book. It's crazy. I um I thought it was the a D&D a, book. the other day on the site we had um, Uh, an add up because Amazon was running a deal and Dragon Age 2 was only $39 and it was only like a couple a week and a half after it came out yeah well the same day that they ran that deal they also ran a deal on this and this was also highly discounted it was something like um, for Ryan something like I don't know maybe 20 bucks Um, and I was like you know what I'll grab it because Christina likes these books a lot when she plays because she's much more thorough than I am when she plays these games mm-hmm um, which I have to I have to say, she's already beaten Dragon Age 2. Does she like to use the guy... 93 like, hours. Oh my god. To beat Dragon Age 2? 93 hours. I beat it twice in the time she beat it once. So does she Did just... she just a, do, like, literally everything that you can possibly do? She does everything, do and, like, when she fights, so methodical. Like, she... It's like slow like, battle? Like, every single... She uses the wheel... Every, oh, so she just, like, hits somebody and then pauses the game? And, like, yeah, hits maneuvers. somebody, pauses the game, moves, moves everybody. But, I mean, like, I was watching her play, and she was, like, by the end, she was fucking beast. Like, like her, ma- her mage was crazy. Like, they have new mages now called Force Mages. It's mm-hmm. pretty much like you're using force. Yeah. So just, like, anyway. But the the book is what I really hope every single guidebook is like for the future. Because How much it, did you get it for? I want to say 20 bucks. Okay. okay, and it's it, it's hardcover. It um it has about twenty or thirty pages of lore. Um, obviously this wouldn't work with all games because all games don't have twenty or thirty pages of lore. Mm-hmm. But um, it is insane. The art inside is beautiful. It goes through the entire game. Um, basically gives you all the missions, uh, all the gear you could possibly want. The art inside is really really unique. Um. Maps of all twelve of the maps in the game. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. Um, but it's
0: it's crafted like a D and
2: D book. It though, looks like exactly like a D and D book. Full art,
0: book. like stats. Yeah, like stats. Like full text, art. Yeah. Like
2: every single monster has their own little bio. It's just really like it, those old Prima guides were very. Um, well, they were just full, like game facts. Yeah, they look like textbooks. This looks like literally like an art book with information in it. So. Um, if you're a fan of Dragon Age, it's still pretty cheap on Amazon. Was it twenty three now? Yeah, it's twenty
0: three now.
2: Twenty three. It's it's totally worth it. Um, I mean, because at this point, it's a guide and an art book. It is. So twenty three dollars for the both things together is not, yeah, yeah. not. asking for a lot. It has initial character sketches in the back and um, how where the inspiration uh, for the characters came from, and it also has um, a lot of. I don't want to say. It has a lot of hints as to what may happen in Dragon Age 3. Which, the, I'm not going to tell you what happens, obviously, in 2, but right. there are a lot of dangling you know, questions. Like, what the fuck's about to happen? Mm-hmm. If you read through this book, it gives you hints, like, you know, more than the game itself. And it gives you a lot of information, so it's really, really worth it. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. I've been thinking, like... Do you buy guides?
0: No. Have you ever? Uh, not, well... I bought two guides once for Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah. And that's because I felt like that game was so busted that it needed a guide. Yeah. An instruction manual plus guide. Yeah. I feel like I I borrowed your
1: Mass Effect 1, yeah. one because I couldn't get through some mm. of the heinous
0: parts of yeah. that game. I bought guides for... I've never bought a guide, though. I bought guides for Mass Effect for the reason you bought that book. I just wanted to have
2: them. That's what I mean. I only buy them for games... Um, I don't, I never buy them and, like, read them, like, how to get mm-hmm. through something, because yeah. I'll figure it out. Yeah. But I buy them as almost like collector's items. Mm-hmm. So I have, yeah. like, Mass Effect 1, Mass Effect 2, I have all the Resident Evil guides. Mm-hmm. Just, like, the games that I really, like, I cherish. Because you just want
0: to, like, yeah. see more. You just want to consume it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I just put them on the shelf and, you know... So I'm going to start buying, like, you know, if they... Prima puts out guides like this, shit, I'm going to buy all of them. Yeah. Definitely really? like, worth it. I was thinking, like, I was thinking about... So this is Prima still? I think it's
0: still Are is. Are they the
1: only ones yeah. that do guides, essentially? I'll double check.
0: Brady, Brady Games. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I was thinking about some of this stuff today with these, like, supplemental materials, and I'm, like, I was kind of surprised that, like, especially a like, company like EA has never tried to capitalize more on, like... Dragon Age, um, and, like, Mass Effect, or even... Well, they did it with Dead Space, but by offering, like, those kind of, like... You know, Dead Space had, like, that $5 game that came out before the game Yeah, game. yeah. Like, I just... I want to consume that kind of stuff. Like, there was a, um... Uh, but, but I don't know if that's a... Like, I don't think
1: they're making profit on that. I think it's a loss leader that just uh, gets action and eyeballs more
0: than it does money in their pockets. Yeah, like, when there's something I like, though, I just want to be a part of it. Yeah, no, I totally
1: understand. I'm just saying that I don't know that EA does that as a, oh, like, it's a fan service, I think, more than it is anything else. So the reason they probably don't do it more often is that they're just, they're not making money on it, so they're kind of just going like, well, you know, Dead Space isn't necessarily, like, Dead Space 2 wasn't necessarily going to be the hit. That Mass Effect Two definitely was. Right, of course. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were like, "Let's get some eyeballs on this game and do some interesting marketing and do this kind of stuff and see if we can get more people pulled into playing Dead Space." Is their motion comic series is like cool? It's awesome. You know, and that's getting a lot bigger too. Motion comic stuff's happening more. This
2: actually isn't by Prima. It's by a company I've never heard of. who We need to now Google called Piggyback. Interesting. Yeah, Piggyback. Piggyback Interactive never heard of them, but they make a fucking kick out. Strategy guides. Yeah. Let's see who else they've done. So while you're doing that, I was going to
0: say that before Fable 2 came out, they released uh, the Fable 2 pub games. Yeah. Which all it was was like casino-style games that you could earn money in, which would carry over to your character in Fable 2. Yeah, I remember Clayton saying he played the hell out of those. It was so much fun. Like, it was mindless fun. I played the shit out of it. I just, like, I don't know why there's not stuff like that for other...
2: No, I agree other games Just extra you know I, I bought the um the mass effect iphone game because i heard it, it had it had bits of story yeah um yeah. never beat it because it was the worst it was thing terrible but i i still yeah. loved it yeah you know yeah there were there were bits and it was you know even though it had like my least favorite character yeah of course
1: they, but i mean like these guys have been around a long time
2: really i'm a freaking idiot then metal
1: gear solid silent hill final fantasy 8 saga frontier 2 vagrant story parasite eve Final Fantasy IX, The Bouncer, Gran Turismo 3, Silent Hill 2, Metal Gear Solid 2, Final Fantasy X, Kingdom Hearts, Metal Gear
2: Solid 2, Substance,
1: Zelda the Windwalker. See, I
2: wonder, this is what I wonder, I wonder, those are all, all Japanese games, I wonder if they were strictly Japan, meaning Japanese guys. Uh, Halo 2. it's probably, Jack 3 and Halo 2 is probably the first. The first American games. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder if, um. SoCon. I bet you that's what happened. I bet you yeah. they made Japanese guides, they kicked ass at it, and then they moved over here. They're right?
1: all uh, pretty regular-looking guides. Um, even the Dragon Age 2, when they don't show the special edition, they just show really? the regular cover. They did Assassin's
0: Creed Brotherhood, too. Ooh, do, you, do you think we're long overdue for a uh, Parasite Eve game? Like, another, a new one? You know, that game was actually pretty damn good.
1: I really, oh, man. I really like that game. Uh-oh. Assassin's Creed 2 hardcover
0: collector's editions, all white with the insignia. Mm. Like... Uh, on the front, so maybe they're just starting to get into these like collectors'
2: editions. Yeah, I mean, we, we should write them and say that we love them.
0: You do now, yeah.
2: I mean, now that you're I do, yeah. I, I ordered it just on like a whim because like Christy's like, Do you want to get the guidebook? I was like, No. And then I was like, You know what? Screw it, I'll buy it. I bought that and I bought the graphic novel, which I'll review next week. The awesome. graphic novel. Um, so good stuff, cool, sweet, all
1: right. So, well, it's a, a quick one today, which isn't really that quick, but it's quick for what well, we've had. We've been doing marathon sessions the past few times. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Have you guys
0: been reading the uh, Mass Effect comic series? Yeah. I'm on um, number three. Yeah, it came out like... This is two weeks ago. Cool. I actually haven't. Oh, man. It's I uh, I haven't read three yet. I just read one so far. They're not really like... Because it's only four, right? Yeah, there's one more book
1: like I was really expecting to learn a lot more and other than learning why his eyes glow we haven't really learned anything about the elusive man. The first
0: series uh, did a pretty good job of like filling some gaps in between. Well this one I mean okay so
1: without ruining anything this one the first one he's you find out he's like a rebellion fighter for the for humans like the the elusive man in the first book. Yeah. And then him and his friend go and basically find an artifact, right? And touch I, it. Yeah,
0: I think so. But that's all I know.
1: That's all I've read. Okay, and they touch it, and they get zapped. And his friend turns into this weird mutant, and the elusive man just has glowy
0: eyes and some kind of power. And then the... Uh, yeah, but that could mean something by the end of the third one. See, this is, we're I, but I've do. read the third one. That's what I'm saying. Wait, I mean, by the end of the third game, that's why we're gonna. Oh right, 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 right.
1: But like, I guess I guess that could mean something. I just I just thought that I was going to actually learn something about the elusive man. Uh, and right. unless something unless the last book is 50 pages long, sure. like they're running out of time to teach me anything at this point, and I don't feel like I'm learning anything.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, like the first one, like if it, if that's any like the first like four book series, if that's any like the one about what's her name? Yeah, the one about Liara is just yeah. gonna kind of like. It's just going to enrich your experience. You know what I
1: mean? I know. I just wanted a little bit more, Scott.
0: Because the shadow like I was disappointed. The but... Shadow Broker DLC like kind of like heavily depends on what happened in that comic book series to make it all make sense. Oh, yeah, oh, It made sense without it for me. But I'm saying like it adds value right. to that story. The two add value to each other. I
1: just I just feel like like we don't learn. I thought we maybe we'd learn some more about like motives. Even oh sure. Like I don't feel like we're even learning about motives. I feel like all we're learning about
2: is like. Glowy eyes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know?
2: Well, this was a... Not to spend an hour on this, no, but um, back when we first started talking about this this comic book series, I was like, I'm a little disappointed that they're going to reveal so much about him in comic book form because I want to learn all about him in the game. And you're like, well, you're not going to. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but I was like... Uh, I'm sure th- I sounded exactly like that. And then I probably called you an old man. I <laughs> <know>. you, probably <laughs> you probably did. It, it, yes. So um, I'm kind of glad they don't reveal too much in comic book form because I'd rather see big elusive man reveals, like, with Martin Sheen yeah. and Jennifer Hale and, like, right. the actual cast because that's, like, you know, mm-hmm. they're fucking great actors, so I want to see it rather than read it, you know? Agreed. Yeah. So. Cool. Disagreed. Um, Disagree. Point. Right.
1: Counterpoint. Well, uh... That's it. This is episode 20. And, uh... That's about it, it,
0: right? That's it.
2: See you next week, episode 20. Peace.